0: Welcome to Matter of Mindset, a podcast to help you create a healthier, happier mind so you can feel calmer, more confident and braver about who you are and what you choose to do. My name's Emily and I'm the founder of Matter of Mind Coaching. And it's my job to support and empower my clients to make positive changes in their life, whether that's to their thinking or what actually is going on. Because what we think is who we become. So I'm here to help you shift your mindset when you need to and to help you grow your awareness to how you think so you can make better choices and make positive changes in your life. Now this series I'm going to share my top tips and guidance on how you can develop a more positive mindset, improve your well-being and navigate challenges that you might be facing. It's my hope that you'll feel inspired and motivated to make positive change after listening. So let's dive in. In today's episode of Matter of Mindset, I'm going to talk about mindfulness and what it is versus what you might think it is. Because mindfulness is integral to the work that I do as a wellbeing coach. And it's integral as well to the way that I move through my days and my life So it's really important to me that those who follow my work and listen to this podcast understand what mindfulness actually is. So in my work as a coach, I use mindfulness to help my clients shift their mindset, manage their emotions and navigate through changes in their life, big or small. And mindfulness allows them to navigate through those changes with more compassion and less judgment. And more focus and clarity. Now, I believe mindfulness is the key to having a healthy mindset. To me, it's an attitude that I try to bring into my everyday life and experiences. And it's so much more than just sitting cross-legged on the floor with your eyes closed. Mindfulness is a way of being in that present moment. And I'll come on to the myths of mindfulness later on as well. Mindfulness is something that I've personally benefited from over the past, I'd say, seven years since I started formally practicing it. My relationship to it has evolved and how I use mindfulness has also changed as well. And I'll come on to that a little bit more and give you some practical tips and tools of how you can bring mindfulness into your everyday That's been the main evolution for me, moving from that formal practice with an app like Headspace to being mindful and practicing mindfulness in my everyday life. So in today's episode, I'm going to take you through what mindfulness actually is and what it means, the classic myths that people have about mindfulness that may put you off from practicing and how you can bring mindfulness into your everyday life. So that you can feel more focused, more compassionate and less judgmental and better able to respond to how you feel and what you experience. So let's dive in. Let's dive in by looking at what mindfulness even is. So my favorite definition comes from Dr. John kabat Zinn. Now, he is recognized for making mindfulness popular in the Western world. He invented mindfulness-based stress reduction techniques that practitioners and people now use all over the world. And he's been involved with decades of research into how effective mindfulness is in reducing people's stress. So his definition of mindfulness goes like this. Mindfulness is the awareness that arises from paying attention on purpose in the present moment non-judgmentally. So paying attention, on purpose, in the present moment, non-judgmentally. You might even be practicing mindfulness now without realizing it, by paying attention to the sound of my voice, by listening to this on purpose, and hopefully in the present moment, meaning without distraction, with full focus, and hopefully as well without judgment without thoughts coming in your mind that are critical. And now that final bit is the most important bit. It's also the hardest bit. To be in that present moment is hard, but non-judgmentally is even harder because often we will judge ourselves while we try to be mindful or while we practice mindfulness. We will judge ourselves regardless of whether we're practicing mindfulness or being mindful. Our critical sense in our mind is a hard one to deal with. We often find ourselves being self-critical of how we behave, how we communicate, what we do, what we don't do, what we say, what we don't say. And this critical voice can become even louder when we sit to practice mindfulness or when we are being mindful and in that present moment and that's because our awareness to our thinking and our feeling is heightened and many of us practice mindfulness or try to be mindful but we are judgmental of that practice or of that attitude. Many people saying, well, I'm no good at this, or I just do it wrong, or I mess up and I just think constantly. Or they may find themselves saying, I just can't clear my mind. And they're judging themselves whilst trying to be mindful or practicing mindfulness. So this brings me on really nicely to just take you through some classic myths that many people have about mindfulness. And of course, before I dive into these myths, I really want to say, be kind to yourself, be compassionate to yourself. If you find yourself judging how you feel or your experience, just take a pause and take a breath and just be kind to yourself in that moment. Just tell yourself, I'm doing the best I can. I'm showing up And just try to lessen that judgment. And this is all part of mindfulness practice as well as just trying to be more compassionate to yourself. is removing judgment from yourself and your actions. So let's run through some of those classic myths about mindfulness. And the reason why I want to run through these is because it will help you to better understand what mindfulness is. And hopefully give you a sense of of relief, really, because of the expectations you may have put on yourself if you have practiced mindfulness or tried to be mindful. Many people put expectations on themselves of what their practice is meant to feel like or look like. So when trying to practice it formally or while trying to live more mindfully, it's really important to remember the things I'm going to take you through. So you can feel less of that pressure and less of that judgment because that is not the aim here. So the first myth of mindfulness is that mindfulness is always meditation. Now you will have heard me a few times already mention practicing mindfulness and living mindfully. So myth number one, mindfulness is always meditation. So these two terms are often thrown around interchangeably, mindfulness or meditation. While mindfulness is being aware of thoughts, feelings and sensations in the present moment, whatever you are doing. It can be practiced in your daily life, walking, cooking, eating, even talking and listening. Whereas meditation is the act of sitting normally and bringing attention to a chosen focus. So types of meditation will include breath work, repeating a mantra, body scan, and visualization. They may be a few you are familiar with. So while we can sit to practice mindful meditation... Mindfulness on its own is not always about sitting down with our eyes closed in a formal meditation position. Mindfulness can just be about experiencing the moment as it happens. It is something you can bring into your everyday life with your eyes wide open. And that's why I love it so much, because we can sit in meditation and be mindful and practice mindfulness, but we can also aim to live mindfully too. And for many, that's why they sit in formal mindfulness meditation because by sitting to formally practice mindfulness, we are then better able to be mindful in our everyday lives. We are better able to have focus, be in the present moment, respond rather than react, to feel and manage our emotions and navigate through them. Mindfulness is an awareness practice. So if we practice being aware of our thoughts, feelings, sensations while we sit formally, we will become better able at doing that informally in our day-to-day lives while responding to lots more stimulus, thoughts, people and things. That's where the power of mindfulness practice comes into action in those moments where You are moving through your day. This is why people practice mindfulness formally, so they can better respond to all that goes on in their life. So remember, mindfulness is not always meditation. So, myth number two mindfulness is about taking time out to rest and relax. I hate to break it to you, but mindfulness isn't relaxation. Even though stress reduction may be a side effect of mindfulness and practicing it, the main purpose of mindfulness is not to rest and relax. It's an awareness practice, as I said. And being aware is often not relaxing at all. It is a check-in on our thoughts, feelings, bodily sensations, whatever they are, which can be quite hard to do at times and not necessarily relaxation. And being mindful in your everyday life as well can take a bit of work, especially that non-judgmental part I was talking about earlier on. You may now be thinking, well, why would I want to practice it then? Or why would I want to bring a mindful attitude to my life if I'm then super aware of everything that I feel and do and experience? You know, ignorance is bliss, right? Well, from personal experience, being aware of thoughts, sensations and emotions can really help you to navigate through certain situations in your life. It can help you to understand yourself on a much deeper level and it can allow yourself to be kinder to yourself when you feel a certain way or when you recognize a certain emotion or a bodily sensation And it can improve how you respond to those things and other people with more compassion and less judgment. Whether, as I say, that's your thoughts, certain situations, people, or sensations in the body. And of course, it's always a practice. No one is perfect at practicing mindfulness or being mindful in their life. Practicing can grow your self-awareness. It can develop your self-understanding. But it can develop your courage too, to really recognize how you feel and to look at your emotions and try to manage them. And that is brave work for sure. So while mindfulness is not always restorative and relaxing, it can be really illuminating because knowledge is power. So looking at how we feel, what we think and what we do is very helpful to our growth and our development as human beings. And practicing mindfulness as well will help you to develop a strong mind-body connection, which is integral to a good well-being. So mindfulness isn't relaxation, even if that's a side effect. So myth number three, mindfulness is about having no thoughts. The idea that mindfulness requires a blank mind is a myth that makes many, many people believe they can't be mindful or that they're not good at mindfulness. Just like you can't stop your stomach from digesting or your heart from beating, you can't stop your brain from thinking. That's just what the brain does. It thinks. So mindfulness isn't a suspension of thoughts. It's a suspension of judgment. And it's an observation of what's happening. Like that itch on your shoulder or that niggle on your knee, or the thought of what you've got to do later on. Mindfulness welcomes any and all that's there and sees them as just that, thoughts or sensations. So this is really important. Mindfulness is not about having no thoughts or having a blank mind. And relieve the pressure from yourself if you've been trying to practice mindfulness and aiming for this blissful, blank mind. Because I'm here to tell you that that's not what is going to happen. Mindfulness is a practice of watching, of observing those thoughts, those feelings, those things that come into your head, and watching them pass by. We can simply observe those thoughts. And another thing to remember as well is we can't believe everything we think. We can simply watch, and that's what mindfulness helps us to do. So remember that mindfulness is not about having no thoughts because having no thoughts is impossible. Thinking is what your mind does and that's okay. Mindfulness will help you to think maybe less erratically. Of course, over time with practice, mindfulness can help you form a better relationship to those thoughts, but not get rid of them. Myth number four, the ultimate goal is to be mindful all the time. So it's impossible to be in the present moment all the time. So the ultimate goal of mindfulness is not to be mindful all the time. Sometimes you really do need to plan for the future, like what's for dinner tonight, or you can feel a headache coming on and you realize you need to take a break or you need to lie down. So it's really important to let yourself look forward to the future and plan, even for those mundane decisions that will really impact your day. We can also learn a lot as well by reflecting on the past too and not always focusing on the present moment. Looking back at the past helps us to process it and what's happened to us. And in time, it helps us to feel better in the present and in the future. We can learn a lot as well by looking at the past. For example, we may think, okay, well, next time I'll listen rather than talk over someone. Or I'll be kinder to myself in those moments. Or I'll try to do something differently next time. Or that went well, I can do that again. So looking back and planning forward is absolutely fine. Being aware of everything in the present moment all the time isn't just impossible, but it's undesirable. It would leave you overstimulated and exhausted. So... Please know it's good to get lost in thought. It's good for our creativity. It's good for our minds to wonder and daydream rather than stress about being in the moment all of the time. So mindfulness isn't just about being mindful all the time. Mindfulness can help you to even reflect on the past and look forward to the future as well. So myth number five, mindfulness is bliss. So I mentioned this just briefly before that many people think mindfulness is about having a blank mind and feeling a blissful feeling or sensation. And while you can feel blissful, perhaps, or calm or serene or really relaxed while you are practicing mindfulness or if you live quite mindfully, it's not the goal of mindfulness to be blissful all the time or feel that feeling all the time. Mindfulness is not just about savouring the moment or taking the time to notice a beautiful sunset or the taste of a beautiful meal or notice the bubbles in your drink or the smile you catch on a loved one's face. It's also noticing your defensiveness after you've lost your temper or your helplessness in the face of injustice or that you know, something you've eaten tastes funny. Mindfulness is that awareness. It's not necessarily always going to feel blissful. Mindfulness looks at the negative, the neutral and the positive in an equal and fair way. It's not the joy, it's the awareness of joy and of pain. It's about taking a step back from the constant input of sensory information and the constant output of thoughts and feelings to watch, to observe, to be curious and to notice without judgment, with compassion. Now all of this stuff isn't easy and to be curious and open to being more mindful in your life is a brave thing, like I've said before. Sitting and looking at your emotions or recognizing how you feel in your body or your mind is hard work. And even doing that day to day in your life and becoming more aware of what is happening in those moments in the present moment as you move through your day can be hard. So just really be kind to yourself and remember that having that curiosity will help you feel better in the long run but please bring that compassion into it. I hope that going through some of those myths of mindfulness is helpful to you and it helps to encourage you to give mindfulness practice a go, maybe for the first time, maybe you're going to return to it, or you might even realize you're already practicing it in your own life in some way. And going off the back of that, practicing it in your life already, I'm going to now share some helpful tips with you that will help you to practice mindfulness in your everyday life. So if mindfulness is about paying attention on purpose in the present moment non-judgmentally, here are a few things that you can try to incorporate into your day to practice it and feel more mindful. Now, I've said that a lot. (laughs) I'd love someone to count how many times I've said mindful in this podcast. But these things will help you to feel more mindful throughout your day. So you can be practicing mindfulness without an app, without any technology and just with yourself. So feel free to grab a pen if you want to write any of these down. I will, of course, as I normally do, send these out in a newsletter and I'll put them on my Instagram as well for you. So, these are some tips to help you practice everyday mindfulness. So, number one, when you wake up, don't just jump out of bed. Pause, sit up and have a deliberate pause to take a breath on purpose. Be in that present moment, non-judgmentally. And I encourage you to take three deep breaths, just following the natural rhythm of your breathing. So each morning when that alarm goes off, don't jump straight out of bed. Pause, sit up on purpose and take a deliberate breath in and try to do this three times. You can close your eyes if you want to or have your eyes open. And just be aware, feeling the breath coming in through your body and out through your body. It's a really good one I practice, especially if I don't want to rush downstairs to practice it with an app. I think this is great to just do it straight away. It's a really good, easy way to just make it into a habit. And then you'll set yourself up for a nice start to your day. So that's number one. Number two, try to focus fully on brushing your teeth next time you do it. You might laugh at this one and it's quite a common one, but I want you to try it. Direct your attention to that moment when you're cleaning your teeth and notice how it feels, what the sensations are like in your mouth, what you can taste, what you feel. You know, even recognizing thoughts that will come in and out of your mind, just gently notice them and let them move by, notice them again and keep going back to, hmm, what what can I feel? What can I taste? And you might even make yourself laugh doing this, but this is a really good way to practice mindfulness by doing something so mundane. Try to pay attention to this activity. Often we can rush around on autopilot in our days, in our mornings and doing this will help you to feel in that present moment and practice being in that present moment and go, I'm cleaning my teeth, it feels like this, it tastes like this. Oh, I've noticed a thought, I'll come back to cleaning my teeth, tastes like this, feels like this. Really try to do this. It's a great way to fit it in to an already existing habit that you do. So number three, the third everyday mindfulness tip is to make your morning drink a ritual rather than a rush. Sit down with it, become aware of its smell, its temperature, its taste and the sensations you experience when you drink it and you sit with it. Even watching the steam come off it. Try to do this just for a few minutes in your day. Rather than diving into your phone and scrolling or diving into your emails and getting to work straight away, make this a morning ritual. You may not want to sit with your eyes closed and this is a really, really good technique. I do it often, clients of mine do it often. Sitting down to watch your brew as it steams, to smell it, to enjoy the taste of it and have a moment to yourself. Give it a try and see how it makes you feel. Again, it might sound strange, but it's a really good way to practice. And you don't have to do this in the morning if you do struggle. You can do this as a lovely evening wind-down routine. Give it a go. So the fourth tip to practice everyday mindfulness is to take a mindful walk. Now, many of you know I love walking and I love to mindful walk as well. It's such an effective way to relieve your stress to bring attention to the present moment and just feel more awake and alert to the environment you're in. It's a great way to practice mindfulness while you're on the move. And that's why it can relieve stress because you're moving your body at the same time as stimulating your mind. So next time you go for a walk, I want you to try and notice your feet on the ground, really notice them. And even saying to yourself, left, right, left right and bring your attention to the ground and your feet as the heel touches to the toe and up and the other side and once you've done this and got into the rhythm of your feet on the ground begin to notice the beauty around you and just tune into your senses try to notice what you can see what you can hear what you can feel and what you can even touch And I've had a few clients go, oh, it's a bit weird, isn't it, to like touch a leaf as I pass it by or touch the bark of a tree in the park. But honestly, this kind of physical stimulus is fantastic for your nervous system, for reducing your stress and just bringing you into the present moment. So give this a go. Mindful walking It's such a great way to practice mindfulness. It can help to ground you as well and help you to feel calmer and have a break from everything else going on and it's also a great thing to do because sitting for some can be quite difficult so moving and engaging in your environment is such an effective way to practice if you're a little bit restless so my final tip to practicing everyday mindfulness is to really listen to music so number six to really listen to music Put a song on and engage with it properly, with it deeply. And try to do this activity on purpose in the present moment and get immersed into what you can hear and what sensations arise from doing this. And just notice any thoughts and feelings that arise and come up and just gently watch each as they come in and they go out just observing what's going on with the sounds of the music you can hear the different instruments the different textures maybe trying to tune into one particular instrument and then the piece as a whole and you'll start to enjoy this piece of music even more deeply than you you have before and when you do this you might realize how often you don't engage with listening to music which is absolutely okay it's just an awareness practice it's just a realization and it can be quite a nice surprise when you do this because you're so in that moment of listening to the layers and the textures of that music because often and me included i'll be listening to music when i'm driving maybe i'll have music on when i'm cooking or I'll be on my phone reading something or messaging friends and there'll be music on in the background. And it's in those moments where I don't have any of those distractions and I sit and I properly listen that I fully immerse myself in it. And I don't always sit either, have a dance to it, enjoy it, doesn't matter, pretend like no one's watching. And this is why I love gigs so much as well, because you're fully there. So bring on getting to a gig again and experiencing live music again. So really try this if you're a music fan as well and you will be practicing mindfulness. So there are some really great tips that you can start incorporating into your daily life today. To practice mindfulness and over time feel the benefits of it without feeling the pressure to be sat cross-legged. Or to be doing it in a certain way. And I hope one of those tips of practicing everyday mindfulness has resonated with you. And you've thought, I'm going to try one of those. Yes, that sounds more appealing to me than what I thought mindfulness was. Or how I've been doing it in the past. Or you may never have tried it before. And now you're going to go for a mindful walk. Or you're going to do a mindful listening to music practice. It's all about finding what works best for you and remembering too that mindfulness is an awareness practice and you won't always feel blissful or relaxed but you will feel more focused less stressed less anxious over time as you bring that mindful attitude into your daily activity and you allow yourself to be curious and connect with yourself and how you feel what you think and what's happening in that present moment. So try to take one tip into your life. Just introduce one thing maybe as a new habit, perhaps a tea ritual or something else that you've liked the sound of. Now I want you to know as well that I'm still learning, I'm still practicing mindfulness and I always will be and that's really important to remember that mindfulness is a practice We are human and perfection is an illusion. So remember that most important part of mindfulness is to try and remove judgment from our thoughts, our feelings and our behaviors in that present moment. It's about noticing them and gently meeting them with kindness and compassion. Your mind will wonder like minds do. Just notice where it goes and bring your mind back to the present moment. So I hope this episode's encouraged you to try mindfulness, practice it or go back to your practice. I use it with my clients. I use it in my everyday life. And I can't wait to be a fully qualified mindfulness teacher as well, which I'm studying to be at the moment. So if you've enjoyed today's episode, let me know as always and please hop over to Instagram and let's continue the conversation around mindfulness and how it helps you. I'll be talking about mindfulness and its benefits over on, on my Instagram, especially this week with the release of this podcast. I'll be doing more episodes about mindfulness and how it can help you and I'll try to incorporate some mindfulness meditations as well that you can practice at home. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or your evening, wherever you are, whenever you're listening and just try before rushing off or going on to your next activity to purposefully create some space, a pause, just for a moment and practice mindfulness and know I'm doing that too. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed this one. I'd love to know if you found it valuable. Do get in touch with me on Instagram at Matter of Mind Coaching just to let me know what you thought of this week's episode. And as ever, please do follow me if you're listening on Spotify and click the subscribe button on Apple. It means you won't miss an episode and you'll get to hear some really helpful tips to build a more positive mindset. And remember, if you want to make change, you've got this.